0: I'm Eric Lehnen, and I'm a marketing consultant here at Redpath Consulting Group. Last week, we did our Redcast on an interview with Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders, where they competed on different aspects of Salesforce and seeing which one would help their Salesforce org the best. That was an interesting one. So if you want to go ahead and watch or listen to those two uh, podcasts we did, we have it on iTunes and Stitcher or on YouTube. So this week, I want to talk about five campaign ideas that you can kick off for this quarter. So 2016 is coming to a close in the next three months. And uh, as Redpath is starting to close out our marketing campaigns and close out our pipeline, we're thinking of new ways internally of how we can start to drum up some last minute business for the year. So I want to share some of the ideas that we're thinking about internally and some of the things that we've been working on for some of our clients. So the first idea that I want to talk about is reaching out to prospects that you haven't reached out to in a long time. So you may have uh, a report um, of all of the prospects that have slightly decayed a little bit. And now it's time to reach out to them again, uh, not only to stay top of mind, but to do a little uh, cleaning. So actually one of the things we did earlier this year was a spring cleaning exercise where we identified all of the leads that we've had uh, marketed to in the past. Um, obviously taking out the ones that were obviously bad, uh, no longer there, bounce stuff. So we got rid of that, we didn't want it anymore. Um, So it was a big kind of cleaning exercise to push some things through the pipeline and also clean it up. So if nothing was engaging, we would just remove it outright and just respectfully uh, exclude them from marketing. So what we did is we divided up our prospects into three different groups. One was the high priority group where we divide them up based on some certain attributes that we felt were uh, more desirable. Um, and then we had a medium group, which were more of a nice to have. Uh, they had some attributes in there, but they weren't quite, quite uh, right a uh, high priority prospect. And last, we had low priority. So these were just ones we wanted to keep um, uh, in touch and stay top of mind with them so we did a series of marketing tactics so a combination of email and some follow-up calls on them obviously the high priority calls uh or high priority prospects received the calls uh, first Uh, So we tracked it all in a a salesforce campaign tracking where all the statuses were on each each of those prospects so when it was all said and done we wiped everything out that we just weren't drumming up any engagement with so we didn't want to just over market them uh, and beat the dead horse so that's one idea you can use this idea across a few other ideas too of uh, trying to find any prospects you haven't reached out to in over a year this is a good group to go after uh, sending out a message saying hey this is what's new with the organization um, here's why you should talk to us uh, invite them to an event give them a reason uh, and always make sure that you're answering the why in your messages so the second idea is it's a little bit on account-based marketing. So this is identifying 25, 50, 100 accounts that you feel would be a core part of your customers. You really want their business and using some certain attributes that you've been able to identify, um, use as making people or making accounts more desirable. So using things like obviously industry, annual revenue, but also things that pertain to your business. So whether or not they have a use case or whether or not they're fit or knowing if they have a budget so in your case you may be able to identify which accounts may have a likelihood that they have a budget so looking at those different attributes um, and this is where this is a great strategy for bringing sales into this process so working with your sales team in a tag team effort where you're not only sending out marketing messages but sales is also following up on immediate engagements or doing some calls to follow up on those engagements uh, or just um, on everyone that you've reached out to. So on average, it takes about eight to nine touches to really get to that right person with that organization. So the three strikes and you're out strategy isn't always the best. So putting together a plan with each account of how many touches you're gonna make uh, and how many of those are from marketing, how many are from sales is a good plan to do that. And we actually do something like that internally with our Pardot. Is creating a whole engagement so that we're creating CRM tasks within Pardot to tell our sales reps hey now it's time to follow up after marketing has done a couple of touches now it's sales turn Um, so it keeps everyone accountable and it's very easy to manage that workload so that's kind of the account based marketing strategy the next is Google AdWords or just really some more um, text based ads uh, within LinkedIn Google or Facebook Uh, personally in our business linkedin is a little bit more desirable for us Um, so we're experimenting with that and a lot of our clients have had great success with google adwords Um, so one strategy you can start with and this is actually a strategy that google um, recommended to us is starting out with about 50 dollars a day Uh, and of course this is all after you've done your analysis on specific keywords Uh, So making sure you've mapped out your SEO strategy, so some of the things that are easy for people to search for on you, but also looking at the competitive stuff uh, with search engine marketing. So identifying some specific things that you can really try to um, compete with your competitors on these specific keywords um, or searches. So once you have your SEO and SEM strategy mapped out, I mean, that should be the first and foremost, the first thing you do and most important. Uh, once you have that mapped out then we can move into an SEM strategy of doing about $50 a day to experiment and do that for about three months uh, which would result into about about $5,000 and while that may seem like a considerable lot of money and it is I mean for us that's that's a huge part of our marketing budget because we're pretty lean here um, and many of us are so being able to throw around that kind of money is sometimes hard to do but If you think about the cost of earning a brand new customer five thousand dollars it doesn't seem that much can you know all is dependent on what type of opportunity you're selling and how much so uh, a lot of our customers have invested solely in um, an SEM strategy search engine marketing where they don't have inside or outside reps google uh, adwords or linkedin ads have been supplementing them the inbound leads that they require so they're now an inbound lead generation organization. They do not have inside salespeople to do the follow-ups on this. It's all done automatically. So another idea for you to explore for Q4 of this year. Another is creating opt-in strategies on your website. So I know what you're thinking when you go to a website and you get that stupid little pop-up that annoys the hell out of you. It grays out the screen. It's like, oh, you can't click away for five seconds. It's basically an ad and you're like, I don't want to look at this form but look at it in a more positive way and i i don't want you guys to think that this is a negative strategy a lot of our customers have implemented this and they've had significant increases in the n- number of opt-ins that they've had and it's making it just simple um, and making it personal and making it so that if they do uh, exit out of it it's not going to bother them every time they come back to the home page so one way you can do this is incorporating some of your content marketing strategies on certain pages of your site if a prospect comes to uh, a certain page that is getting down that funnel and really trying to learn who you are Um, and that's where that pop-up or some type of form will be more top of mind uh, above the fold so that yep this is really trying to drive that conversion uh, and turning that person into an actual prospect so In some regard, there's a competition between lead generation and branding. And this is a struggle that we have internally of, okay, are we focusing on lead generation or we focus on branding? Branding being the validation and uh, showing that we're a legitimate company and we can help them and here's references. Versus lead generation is really pushing them to convert, to fill out a form and pick up the phone and trying to drive action well it's a chicken and an egg and and neither can exist without the other so that's why you need to have a balance of both so making it so that it's not invasive making it so that if they um, no longer want to see that pop-up or that form making it so that it's out of view uh, you don't want to annoy them so a lot of plugins with uh, content management platforms like wordpress and other platforms can allow you to import these really cool tools for free um, and you can customize a lot of that um, so when it does pop up it rem- remembers that you've exited out and won't show it again uh, but making them strategically deployed on your website is also important so incorporating some of your content marketing strategies and this is also very important of kind of the what so what why should I fill out this form it's a give and a get uh, and so if they're subscribing to a newsletter that's not really appealing it needs to be more of hey. This month, we're giving away an iPad for everyone, uh, to five people this month uh, who fills out this form. I mean, that's more enticing, but then make it more of you're learning something, too, is here's some valuable insights that only our organization was able to provide. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is direct mail. It's not dead. When I first started my career in marketing, I thought digital was the only way, and print and uh, direct mail was a dying um, uh, tactic. And it has shrunk a lot, but it's still there and you're still gonna need it. The difference though is you're tying in your direct mail into more of a personal touch. So one of the things that we've started to do is with all of our uh, individual touches, we incorporate some personalized direct mail piece. And we don't wanna send this out to everyone because handwriting a little note, it's exhausting. And you you wanna make it personal. You don't wanna just have a stamp of a, a personalized note every time and just, oh, I really want to do business with you. It's more of learning about their organization and really understanding what is it that their organization does and how can you help them. And that's really the core of it. And by putting something tangible in their hands, it's much more meaningful. Because I think as we've evolved as marketers and we put so much emphasis on the digital side, we've removed the human element from it. And I think we need to revisit that. So I'm not saying... Blast out thousands of letters and, and really scaling it, it's the direct mail piece needs to be personalized. And that's really where it started. That was the, I mean, back then, that was the only real way of communication other than the telephone. But we still need to be human. And I think that's a common element that a lot of marketers miss. But you need to plan it a little bit more tactfully. So learn about that organization, learn how you can personalize that message to them, and really answer the question, why should I call you? Why is your company worth talking to or exploring as a, as a solution for us or whatever it is that, that you're selling? So bringing back that personalization is, is an important part of the success for your marketing. Uh, and we're starting to see that too, because it's another way to get people to think about Redpath and that's the same thing of our clients and so what we recommend is, it's a marketing mix and you need to make sure that it's healthy. So that's five ideas that you can work on for this quarter and close out 2016 strong. If you got any more questions or if you uh, wanna know some more ideas, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, Eric Lanin is my Twitter handle or reach out to us at Red Path Group. Thanks.